2: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT and T.
3: At this point, like black people, we're just like an unsatisfiable girlfriend. Like we really just, we really just need to leave you. You know what I right. mean? But every day, we just like, nope, that ain't it. You know what I'm saying? And it's, and it's like, they be trying, but it's nothing. There's really nothing. Right. They wash the feet, be like, you dumb. Why you wash the feet? <laughs> they put on the kente, be like, you idiot. Take that off.
4: <laughs> you wasn't washing my feet before. Why you want to yeah, wash like, my
3: feet now? They they give out the Oscars. You should have been gave right. them. Now you only giving them because we black. There's just no, there's nothing they could do. Right. It's like. Y'all just have to go away. Yes. And that I, yes.
5: <laughs> the government growing
2: babies. Microchips in your hands. All koala bears are racist. The ozone layer owes me money. Parsons invented turkey stuff.
4: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a
2: fantastic,
4: a spectacular, a devastating episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dig deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories and we work to finally answer that question, what the fuck happened to Forrest Whitaker's eye? Please, someone tell me what happened to the man's eye. Was it a pussy eating accident? I have no idea. How did his eye get so terribly damaged? I once saw Forrest Whitaker taking a dump in a Denny's restaurant. I was on Hollywood and Gower. I was hanging out with my friends and Forrest Whitaker came in and politely asked where the restroom was. And then one of my boys said, Hey, that's Forrest Whitaker. And then we all just watched him go take a dump for 20 minutes and then come back out and drive away in a very nice car, but no answers on the eye. But you know who might have answers on his eye and a whole lot of other answers is my guest today. She's fucking phenomenal, a dear friend, a hilarious comedian. You know her from Comedy Central, you know her from Netflix. She has a brand new Netflix special called Three in the Morning that you motherfuckers better watch. It's one of my favorite specials, one of my favorite comedians. Give it up, ladies and gentlemen, for Sam J.
3: <laughs> what's up this is what so up? weird but also fun it's Hell gonna be yeah. cool with people um, cheering in the background is that yeah the and part? like you introduced to me we were like really good friends
4: yeah then we like talk every day and then yeah i have to do these formal introductions mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no way to be like uh i talked to this nigga this morning give it up for <laughs> sam j we were just
3: texting <laughs>
4: We were texting about a puppet who uh, has an OnlyFans account.
3: Give it up for Stan J. Thank you, baby.
4: <laughs> Wait, what are you drinking? What is that?
3: Uh, y'all made me a drink with some tequila, and then she put a popsicle in it because she's extra.
4: Oh, shit. That actually looks phenomenal.
3: But it, it tastes pretty tasty.
4: That's beautiful. Honestly, it <laughs> reminds me of your conspiracy theory it has sort of a a very a crossover if you will of what your conspiracy theory was and you came to me with one that to me personally was a devastating revelation because (laughs) i had not personally heard this one but you said my mama told me
2: the kkk used to make mystic juices yes tell me more
3: I just remember, like, I was a kid, you know, growing up in Dorchester in Boston. And I remember one day I was with like two, three of my friends, and I went to get a Mystic. I used to always get the berry joint. The berry joint was my jam with a blue. Oh, yeah. So I grabbed the berry joint. And this is like the old bottle that was shaped like, you know what I mean? It was right. like, it looked like a lava lamp. Yeah. The shape was a little funny.
4: <laughs> they, um, I feel like Mystic Juices really went for like an exotic look. Like yeah. they really, they wanted almost like a sexual energy to their bottles.
3: And juice used to be a big deal. There was so many different juices and like the bottling was major. And I remember it had like that gold wrapper and it just felt like mm-hmm. you were, you were stepping up. You know what yeah. I mean? You. You were definitely stepping up in the juice game. And I grabbed it and my homie Gregory was like, don't drink that. It's made by the KKK. And I was like, for real? <laughs> he was like, yup, the KKK makes mystic and that's why it's always in the hood. And I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. And so I put it back and I got a clearly Canadian.
4: <laughs> you just let all your dreams go and got like, the fucking. worst alternative to, oh man you know like, what's man. funny about you saying it it's only or like that's why it's in the hood is i even in introducing your topic to our producers nick i had to explain to him what mystic is he's like, man. <laughs> he had no idea he was like what what is mystic i was like well it's kind of like i guess it's like uh nigger nantucket nectars yeah I mean? like it, yeah it's... that's
3: exactly what it is <laughs> i never thought about that but that's 100
4: percent what it is it's like very hood specific
3: that grape that red one that grape whatever that joint was good
4: i believe you're referring to mystic grape strawberry
3: yes yeah, son <laughs> <laughs> that was good
4: i looked up all the flavors they have mystic <laughs> grape strawberry drink they have mystic tropical haze uh, they have. It the- was
3: that, and you know what else? Everyone said was made by the KKK. Crooked Eyes Juice. Remember the Sane Eyes Juice?
4: Oh, I don't know this.
3: Oh, you should look up Crooked Eyes. They got little commercials too. It was some real fucked up shit. But they was Saint Eyes started making just a juice, and it yeah. came in a can, and it looked like Sane Eyes, and it had the symbol on it, but it was called Crooked Eyes, and like kids used to buy it. And it was right. like on that like candy cigarette shit, like uh, priming kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: like, look, we know we can't sell you this shit now.
3: Right. But
4: <laughs> when you're ready, we'll be here.
3: Yup. And it was called Crooked Eyes and it was just juice. We used to buy it all the time.
4: Oh, shit. And the, and so the theory was that the KKK, KKK
3: was- to get people hooked on malt liquor.
4: Wow. And so what was your boy's theory so just that it was in the hood was the only reasoning that's all he needed
3: yeah <laughs> that's all he needed and it was enough to convince me i was like it is in the hood right he was like you'll be seeing that in the white neighborhoods i was like i don't you don't
4: and, <laughs> and that's the like... thing mystic wasn't it's not in the white neighborhoods and the even crazier part is and i was i was saying this to someone earlier that like mystic was almost the first uh juice that didn't pretend to be juice do you know what I mean? Like it yeah. just even in the title it says juice drink because it's yeah. just like nah, we, we ain't sugar. offering you vitamins and minerals. Mm-hmm. This sugar. is neon. It's neon sugar. Enjoy mm-hmm. yourself. And it's like, but I it's don't tasty. Know. Yeah, that does sound like fucking can sp- like a, a it's insidious some wild shit thing. when you
3: think about it. And, it, and it's weird because I was just on Twitter today and someone was like, "Who in the hell drinks the white mystic?" The you know the colada. Yes, and I was like. That's real. I stayed away from that white one. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really mess that one. The like, people what who drank your the colada was just—I don't know—it was just weird. And people who drank the colada were weirdos. I like—I feel like any time like someone went in and grabbed the colada, we was all looking like, "What are you there, doing?
4: There's something up with you."
3: <laughs> Some, you I'll be real with you, my
4: mom used to drink the white uh <laughs>
3: It's like an old person one. Like, but when you saw a kid do it, it was very jarring.
4: It I i think any kid who reaches for pina colada flavor anything is like, it's something Sus. wrong with you. <laughs>
3: why,
4: why are you so eager to get to retirement? What the They're fuck? They're usually is in all your personality? Dominican. Uh, <laughs> They're usually
3: like all Dominican because they drink that coquito as like kids, so they just got right. the like flavors in their mouth
4: for it. <laughs> right. This is this is gonna feel a little like home, so I'll drink that. But <laughs> black kids, we ain't drinking Mm-mm. pina colada flavored anything. Mm-mm. I think the closest I came to drinking pina colada flavored anything was uh, when uh, 7-Eleven used to make a pina colada uh, Slurpee. I would like mix that in with a bunch of shit. But that yeah, was yeah. more just to have all the flavors. It was a good
3: base to just get get yeah. some stuff cracking.
4: Like, oh, you throw a little coconut in this shit, and now I'm on a beach somewhere. I like. Yeah, this. now
3: it's tropical. Yeah, hell yeah. I like that your mom was drinking the coladas though. I like it was a yeah. Mystic family. I like that show a Mystic family.
4: <laughs> well, you know, we used to go to. <laughs> I don't know where you saw Mystic the most, but for us, it was in uh, like hood Chinese food restaurants, like the Chinese food restaurants with the bulletproof glass mm-hmm. and all that energy. That's where we got our Chinese food from. I didn't know Chinese right. people ate from regular restaurants until they got much <laughs> older. But you could order, like, if you ordered enough shrimp fried rice, they just throw a mystic in. Mystic in, for, inn, for sure.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like,
4: this shit is meaningless. It don't matter.
3: This cost one cent to make.
4: Okay, so you believed, uh, you believed Gregory right away. 100%. How much do you believe in this conspiracy now?
3: If I'm being honest, I would say there's still like a good 15% of me that's like, it's possible.
4: <laughs> it's possible.
3: It's possible. They could have been doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, sure. put it, I don't know. Anytime I hear the KKK is doing stuff, I'm like, maybe.
4: Right. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, I think, you know, as a reasonable black person, you have no right to deny the potential of the KKK.
3: Right. Right. You know what I mean?
4: You can't be walking around like, nah, the KKK ain't doing nothing. You gotta be like, I don't know, maybe they could be.
3: Maybe they could be on that.
4: They might be on that. Yeah, I'm not gonna take the risk of supporting the KKK.
3: And I think the other thing was just like, they just want to make money off black people. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's a way to like, exploit our community and keep the poisonous juice out of their community.
4: Right. So so th- this is double layered then. This isn't just <laughs> uh, an active attempt at poisoning black people. This is also like, we got to help fund our community. Yeah. Center.
3: And our KKK stuff. Right. All our KKK stuff needs right. money. That's All least, these
4: crosses we're burning are expensive.
3: At least that's what my mind did. I was like, okay. so they're using the money to fund the KKK. I can't be funding the KKK. <laughs> right. So then I, I can't give this my Money.
4: I, this I can't buy Mystic <laughs> Juices anymore. Mm-mm. And so, did you completely cut them off from that day? I did.
3: I stopped drinking them for a while.
4: What? And was I would the... tell
3: other people, I'd be like, "Don't drink that."
4: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What was the alternative to Mystic once? Once I mean, that got cut off.
3: I feel like after the Mystic got cut off, I was I was drinking mad. Clearly, Canadian.
4: Okay, <laughs> you really got <laughs> sad after that.
3: <laughs> I was drinking a lot. <laughs> i like clearly canadian i think it was a good little fizzy sugary thing I that guess. didn't make sense
4: i don't know i like
3: the berry one and the peach one
4: okay i it, not for me but i'm not here hey i'm not here to yuck your yum you i'm a, a juice
3: person though i was like i was really into the juice culture i was like if a juice, <laughs> <laughs> i was really into it
4: i'm going to juice con every year I'm i was learning if it,
3: bro like anytime a juice <laughs> dropped i was like hey mom we need to get this juice and see what it hey, is I'm about. I'm not even going
4: to lie to you. They just mix kiwi into a new flavor, and I got to I gotta know what that's like.
3: <laughs> I got to know what that's about. I was big on Boku for a while. I was like, I only drank Bokus. I've you know never even saying?
4: heard of Boku. You know,
3: See, you're not a juice dude, man. I'm not a juice dude. You got to get to Boku. It used to be a comic that did the commercials. I want to say like Richard Lewis or some shit. It was a okay. comic they used to do the Boku commercials. And um, they were like a juice box, but it was a juice box for adults. So it was like this tall oh. and it had a little like aluminum tab you would pull. Okay. And um,
4: I do feel like I remember this. Okay. They had like a
3: pineapple joint that was crazy. It
4: wasn't a straw, right? It was just sort of you pull this tab and you drink it sort of straight yeah. to the head.
3: Yup, yup. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I do remember these things. It was old boy who's in um curb your enthusiasm. Yeah, Richard Lewis. Yes, that was right. Like, yep. Yeah. It yeah, was yeah. Like, and he would do the commercials. uh
4: older, sicker John Stewart is is how I think of <laughs> him. <laughs> he just looks like John Stewart's like very old, sickly uncle.
3: That's true. <laughs> I would I would bring them shits to school though and like flex on the kids because all the kids had the little kitty joints. They had the little the miniature joints, a little motch right. joints. And I would come in with the boku, like, nah, I'm a beast.
4: <laughs> like uh y'all still drinking juicy juice Get yeah the fuck like, out y'all are trash <laughs> y'all broke niggas are, are what capri sun mm. bro
3: i've always been this it's like <laughs> it's, this has always been me is, it's, i'm trying to find a way to stun on somebody it's
4: comforting to hear i'm glad to know that this wasn't just like you getting older and flexing uh-uh. you were just like nah i should flex from the day i'm, I'm born all day That's
3: all amazing. day definitely would flex on kids with the snacks
4: so you text me uh, this morning, because the original conversation that we had was about Mystic, but you said that you were looking it up and that you also realized that this was true about Snapple, or at least this conspiracy theory existed about Snapple.
3: Yeah, I was thinking about it this morning. Like, was it really Mystic, or was it another juice? Because I felt like Mystic was like a hood thing. Yes. But I feel like this there was another juice that it became like a thing, and I was like, was that really Mystic? And then I was like, let me look it up before I make my friend look stupid. Cause that's how much I care about you. <laughs> and I appreciate
4: a, you. <laughs> had it been
3: another podcast, I wouldn't have looked the shit up. I would be like, I don't care. <laughs> but I was like, nah, let me look it up. Cause I don't want my friend looking stupid. And then I was like, oh no, it's Snapple.
4: Yeah. So I, I also was looking it up. I do a ton of research for this podcast <laughs> so that we can uh, be correct in our wrongness, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I I discovered that Snapple shared similar rumors for mystic and i think part of that probably just came from the fact that like mystic was the hood snapple right like exactly S- snapple wasn't available everywhere but we had mystic and so i imagine a bunch of like kids in the suburbs were probably also hearing the exact same thing mm-hmm. about snapple while you know other kids were hearing about mystic
3: yeah like we needed our our conspiracy yeah we was like they doing it to our juice too
4: uh, right <laughs> We all oppressed. We all brothers and sisters right?
3: (laughs) in In the the poison juice
4: game. (laughs) I think, I think Snapple, the Snapple of it feels more true. I don't know if that makes sense. Like it feels more plausible, but also uh, more conspiratorial, if that makes sense, because Snapple was such a big, powerful company. Mystic feels like a dude cooked it in his bathtub and then put it in a bottle So it's like, oh, I totally believe that the KKK could have done that. But at the same time, I don't know how they would have distributed or done all the other parts of it. The
3: steps to really do the thing to like and like target the communities and like because it was also advertising. Like at some point when Mystic came out, you couldn't go to a store, at least around my way. You couldn't go to like a bodega or like a little like Caribbean corner store without a Mystic sign or Mystic something in the window so they definitely had strong marketing it was yes. they was definitely about putting the money behind the marketing yeah, to get they, us to drink they, it
4: they weren't just putting it in the store they were doing everything they could <laughs> so that you knew what Mystic was Word.
3: and they knew to, to pick the Kool-Aid colors they knew uh-huh. the colors that attract us like red <laughs> blue great purple
4: yep, purple green
3: high good. yellow just yep, a bright, a bright ass yellow, yellow.
4: <laughs> Just a yellow that doesn't exist in the natural world. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> put a little guava in that thing. If it's yellow, uh-huh. hit us with a little guava.
4: <laughs> I do always love the colors, the associations that they put with the colors where it's like, oh, this is this is neon blue. So we got to say it's blueberry. And it's like, I don't know that you do. Blueberries right. are very dark, sort of like heavy toned colors. And this is fucking glowing.
3: Bro, we don't even, we need to get into when I actually ate the fruits that I've been drinking since I was seven. <laughs> 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 that whole discovery of like.
4: When you actually tried a guava for the first time.
3: Right. And I was like, it ain't that color. It don't, it don't This
4: taste don't taste like... like guava it at all.
3: like guava at all.
4: I remember when I tasted a passion fruit for the first time. I was like, this is bullshit. This don't Yo, taste like a now the and candy,
3: later. The candy all so <laughs> much better. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute.
4: The difference between a, a banana flavoring and a banana might be one of the greatest differences that can exist in all of world and time.
3: I hate banana flavoring.
4: I do too. But I like bananas. I'm good yeah. cool with bananas. I
3: think it's a, like one of those really like, like it's like something genetic with a banana. Like, you know how you can eat certain things that like if you have this type yeah. of genetic makeup, you taste this. I feel like that's what it is with banana flavor. Like some people taste it and it's just like pugna. It's just too strong right. and crazy.
4: Yeah, it's that like, cilantro shit. Where yeah, like exactly. Some people are just built to genetically taste bugs and soap when they taste <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> cilantro. For you, banana flavoring makes you just feel ugh, it's like gross. disgusted. I don't like it in anything i don't either my again my mom makes weird choices she wore dashiki and red uh she drank fucking, the banana drinks you know, <laughs> she drinks the banana drinks she ate the banana now and later
3: you could look at those people you know they banana people yeah you look at you're like they be into that
4: i think so i think it's hard when it's your family and you don't <laughs> you know i love my mom she's a fantastic person she's part of the inspiration behind this podcast but she makes some weird choices, and uh, you got to live with those choices sometimes.
3: That's real. I, I I really always think about like I would have loved to just be a like a fly on the wall in the life of like young Langston. Oh yes. man, <laughs> uh, I would love it, to know what that is. You know what my it Langston. was?
4: It was it was a kid who had to because my parents divorced very early, so it was a kid who had to pack all his clothes in his book bag with his uh, homework every day. Oh damn. You, I was switching houses and shit i was just a kid with like loose underwear in his bag (laughs) and hoping other kids didn't notice (laughs) just like the the same loose underwear every wednesday sitting in my bag hoping no kid is gonna make fun of me for it were
3: you like living in like a black neighborhood
4: uh so my mom always and then my Mm -hmm. dad was always in the suburbs so i had i grew up with this very sort of like Weird. And it's part of how I know mystics so well, while simultaneously having been a very (laughs) suburban kid is like we were in the hood, but I spent most of my days playing around with a bunch of suburban kids. And then, you know, three times a week I would be back with my mom somewhere Mm -hmm. else. So I, I got a, you know, a weird duality going right in my head. Right, that
3: makes sense. That's interesting.
4: In Dorchester, were you exclusively in the hood? Were you in one of those nicer
3: parts of Dorchester? Nah. I was just, I was in the hood, but I went to Catholic school.
5: Mm. So
3: when I would go to school, I would just probably only, at that time, two other black kids in the school or three. It was a very small group of us. And so, like, and I didn't go to school in my neighborhood. All the other kids went to, like, the local public school. So I was kind of like, ostracized in my neighborhood because i wasn't in school with them all day making friends and all my friends were like at my catholic school but i didn't live anywhere near any of those people so
4: so you're not getting to hang out and really build bonds with anybody with
3: anybody yeah you know what i mean and getting a little bit bullied everywhere you know what i'm saying (laughs) that is it's
4: a weird thing that like when you can't because school is such a formative part of the way that you socialize and build Mm -hmm. community and when you can't do all of the parts of school or all of the parts of building community yep. and you just become the weird kid that nobody knows that well
3: right because i was bringing my dorchester shit to the catholic school and they like what's that and right. then i'm coming home in my uniform and the kids are making fun of me like look how you got a dress you know what i'm saying <laughs> like,
4: we get to get wear whatever we want to school right goofy
3: right animal. all yeah. that kind of shit and i'm like complaining to my mom and she's just like you're gonna be better for it and it's just right. like who gives a shit right now
4: nah and none of it's useful anymore <laughs> fuck it you could none have gone anywhere. We're all inside,
3: bro. None of it matters, right? <laughs> none of, of it matters. The world just stops, and it's like everything that you thought was important is not, and you never needed to know how to read. You're yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, if there's
4: any takeaway from this episode, I hope it's that you never needed to know how to read
0: mm-hmm. a quote
4: from Samaria Johnson here on the podcast. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back with more Sam J and more My Mama Told Me. Hell yeah.
2: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. ATT.
6: You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandys can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.
5: And we
4: are back. (laughs) yeah we're back here with more sam j more my mama told me she is still talking about these mystic juices these snapple juices and the kkk that is supposedly behind all of it it's terrifying did it scare you
3: i think a little bit i would i feel like honestly and this was probably heavy but honestly what i felt was just like you already feel so powerless in the hood that it's just so easy to believe it you know what i yeah. mean they're just like just another thing they're doing right. to keep me from living you
4: know? right <laughs>
3: but,
4: Is, <laughs> there's too much shit going on to be like overwhelmed with the fear so you're right. just like all right i'll tack this onto my vision board i guess right
3: of stuff <laughs> that whitey's doing to stop me from being happy
4: <laughs> just w- another whitey move like I, all right I'll add it. I don't know what to do with it. Okay. So I did a bunch of research and I'm really excited to share this research with you in part because it brought me to a very devastating conclusion. And I want to run it past you now that, that I truly believe, I wholeheartedly believe that Snapple is the work of white supremacists based on the Mm. research that I found I, I genuinely, truly believe that okay, Snapple whoa. is rooted in white supremacy. I'm going to walk you through everything that I found. And I'm not put off by the fact that Mystic Juices might also be a part of that whole thing.
3: Okay. 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 So number
4: one, Mystic does not have a website. There's no mm. website whatsoever. They have no website. Okay. They have no point of contact other than a phone number and an address. And the fact that this thing existed for decades in our community with no Wikipedia page, no way of tracking them on any sort of internet database feels like some sinister shit.
3: That's sus. Yes. That's super sus because it's been around for a long time. Yeah. Like a very long time. And it's still around, right? It's not like you couldn't find it because they're not making it anymore, right?
4: I don't know. (laughs) That's the scary part. (laughs) i don't know i feel
3: like you might still be able to get
4: so when you look up mystic on on the internet it's available at like amazon and sam's club but when you click on those availabilities some of them are like we're out of stock on this and there's no suggestion that they're going Mm, to refill that's gonna be back so it feels like mystic is out of i gotta go to the bronx Exactly.
3: You gotta go to like a bodega in the Bronx or something and see if it's still up in there. Right. That's
4: the only way to really know. And my fear is that they're this is just surplus that they're like unloading in these. I was just thinking that
3: too. Like it yeah. just might be residual, leftover mystic.
4: Right. That so you'd also batch. you
3: would also have to look at the date.
4: Yes. <laughs> What date is it, and is it actually the date that was written down, or is this just like scratched off? Like, bodega date, <laughs> right? <laughs> Some dude like with a, a cat and a pen rewrote it.
3: Word, <laughs> this is like real boots to the ground research that needs to happen. Yes, you got to like really get in the field. We, with this we need to
4: deploy a team. We need them to come back <laughs> daily with new, you know,
3: numbers and quotes. Because also and shit. probably certain places, like you go to, like that's the, like the middle of like. Mississippi, they might be popping with the Mystic. Exactly.
4: that I assume they're they're fucking drinking that exclusively. It, <laughs> <laughs> they don't have water. They're just drinking Mystic. Just leftover Mystic from the Mystic factory that apparently you find never that's what it was coming out the out the <laughs> sink and flint. It was just a new flavor. Right, y'all keep calling Mystic. this brown water. That's orange Mystic. Stop saying that. <laughs> okay, so Mystic does not have a website. But what I did discover is that you were correct that the the actual conspiracy theory was associated with Snapple in 1992 Snapple was accused of associating with not only the KKK, but also something called Operation Rescue which is basically like this pro-life group who dedicated their lives to saving poor aborted babies from evil pussies. That's, you know, a breakdown of what their, their whole mm-hmm. thing was. But so Snapple gets associated with them, with the KKK. And then lastly, Snapple gets associated with uh, South Africa. People start saying that they're secretly brewing their tea in apartheid South Africa. Whoa. And this is going crazy on what was then... Uh, the eight people who had the internet
3: (laughs) (laughs) the one dude who made it up with
4: the internet the one dude in a chat room (laughs) nailing it so he
3: whoa but that's also like you know like my grandmother kind of say like if you keep getting affiliated with certain stuff, then it's something you're doing. Yes. You know what I mean? That's a lot of accusations to land on one
4: people. Absolutely. And here's where it gets even crazier, right? Because I I totally agree with that sentiment. If it's coming at you from all these different places, you giving off some kind of energy. It may not be true mm-hmm. that you're specifically associating with the KKK, but you're doing something. But you're something, doing something. Right. And part of it was that they said, you know, these the Snapple was originally made by three Jewish dudes. Right. So they immediately come out and go, we're three Jewish dudes from Brooklyn. What benefit will we have in associating with the KKK? And then everybody points to their original bottle. And when you look at the original bottle of Snapple, there used to be a ship on the original bottle. And the ship people claim was a blackbird ship, or one of the ships that was used for transferring slaves to America. And I believe you it. Believe I it.
3: believe it. <laughs> I believe it.
4: You ain't even seen
3: it. You're Cause like, really, yep. what does what does Snap believe have to do with shit? Exactly. Exactly. Except for maybe tea, important tea. But what else was they bringing with tea, niggas? niggas.
4: Hey, thank you so much for saying. Well, that's how they get. <laughs> that's how they get you. <laughs> They import mm-hmm. some tea and they import a nigga.
3: What's th- I believe
4: it. <laughs> I believe it. Okay, so this is the crazier part because you just brought up the perfect transition into what ultimately is the problem here. Their rebuttal to all of this when everybody says that the bottle, because people say that the ship on the bottle is in fact a slave ship and they even go so far as to claim that they can see little black people in the images of the slave ship. And then Snapple says, no, mm. no. Fuck that. Shut your ass up. That's not a slave ship. That ship is for the Boston Tea Party. That's supposed to be a... I was dip. about to
3: say they tried to make it tea. I knew they was gonna try to make it tea. They tried
4: to make it tea and what's even more fucked up, the Boston Tea Party ain't not racist.
3: Right. You know what I mean? Like, that shit ain't... 100%. Ain't. That's not like a, a <laughs> word. That's not the affiliation you want to jump to. No.
4: It's like, I'm not that kind of racist. I'm this kind of racist. You know, white people dressed up as Native Americans throwing tea into a river.
3: And you know, woo-woo and with the right. mouth. hundred <laughs> percent. Right. So they're doing making making noises and stuff. And so
4: ultimately where this lands me as I'm sort of digging through all of this this uh nitty gritty of them sort of denying racism with more uh secret racism is that it made me start to think, well, how is this not a version of white supremacy, right? Like you're still, mm-hmm. even as you're feeding me something that supposedly is, is harmless, you're still telling me a truth that comes with harm that indoctrinates me in a type of white supremacy. And so I'm starting to think what corporation, big company exists in the world that isn't associated with white supremacy? None. Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, di- like None. not a single one. Private, I started digging into how many organizations and, and companies are associated with like private prisons. And there
3: are a shit ton. It's weirdly the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, that's how this whole shit is, unfortunately. In this way that I think it's super like, black people are super aware of and white people are just now like,
5: what? Right. You know what I mean?
3: But it's like, it's like bro, I mean- not for nothing and you can name any company in america if it's run by a white person it's white supremacy in my book it's all coming from the same talk that talk sam talk that talk white supremacy (laughs) microsoft white supremacy like it's all coming from the same yes you know what i mean so it's like you know you can't really separate that even though i think white minds do right it's like you really can't right at the end of the day you know what I mean? Because even when I'm looking at this Snapple cover, because I said, let me find the old one. Now that I'm looking, I don't think, I do think these are just people dressed up like Native Americans, but that's bad. It's not okay. <laughs> like, that's not, it's good not something either. to
4: celebrate. And it's certainly,
3: and I think people thought these were slaves. But I think they're just people dressed up like Native American. Right. But
4: and again, it just goes mm-hmm. back to that point that you were just making that, like, even as white people think that they are not part of the problem, they're absolutely part of the problem. 100%. It's the Bill Gates Foundation being like, well, we give a billion dollars away every year. And it's like, yeah, but bro, you steal from so many people you ruin right. so many lives it the billion dollars doesn't it make dollar, up doesn't for it. balance nah. it.
3: but isn't that always like the rich evil guys problem you know even down to like a jeffrey epstein you mm-hmm. know it's like i'm going to be molester jenkins over here <laughs> but i'm a, i'm going to i'm going to give hella money and donate and research do scientific support scientific research to save the world over here and that allows me to be molester Jenkins over here. And it's like, no, it does not. It does not allow you to do no, that. No, we it, we're still we
4: still tracking those molests. It's not- Right,
3: and we don't like no. them. We don't think that's good. Yeah,
4: none of us are enjoying these molests you keep doing, Mr. Jenkins. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, but it's gotta be tough for white people too because they just being white. Mm-hmm. I think about that sometimes. Like they just wake up and they white and then they go outside white and the day comes to them- as it does because of their whiteness. And they're like, okay. And that I do.
4: I agree that that is the challenge that ultimately they, that they lived this way their entire lives. If you woke me up every day and were like, you, you breathe them wrong. I'd be like, what, well, how am I supposed to do it? This is the only way I've known my entire life. And they're like, nope, you ain't never going to breathe. Right. like, But I want to, I want to breathe correctly. And nobody will give you any space to figure that
3: shit out. There's no, and there's no way to do it. Like you've done so much wrong. Like mm-hmm. your lineage has done so much wrong. I think that's the biggest challenge of where we are right now.
4: Is nobody is just willing to admit that? Like, hey, you might just have to take an L and like chill. Yeah, you might just have. It's to like you disappear. can't fix
3: it. They, the only thing they could do is it's like, cause it's like I always equate it to like an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. right? Like. Like, we, we are the abused wife in this situation. Mm-hmm. And Whitey is a very bad husband. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the only thing that they could do for us now is like really have a coming to God moment. You know, like a, they're like a drug, alcoholic, like Irish husband. You know, <laughs> and it's like they've got to come to some coming to God moment of like, I've really been beating this woman mm-hmm. and just doing her bad and she deserves yep. better and then they need to come in with an envelope of some money <laughs> and they need to say hey i set you up with a house away from me and you don't know, never got to see me again i got you a, i got your amtrak
4: ticket is first yeah, class
3: get away from me <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> that's like the only solution i deleted I your number said. from my
4: phone feel free to
3: like pick three like take give us georgia Give us like Mm -hmm. Mississippi. Give us like three southern states around Georgia because we need Atlanta. Give us that. Move all the crackers out of there. (laughs) Give us some money and just say this is yours and we will not be coming here ever again. You don't ever got to worry about me again. Makes
4: sense to me. That's
3: called motherfucking bars,
0: nigga. (laughs) You know nothing about (laughs) that.
4: It all tracks for me. That's called motherfucking bars, nigga. Just let us have Georgia, please, and Mississippi. Just give
3: us some space and some time. I'm not saying we won't come back around and maybe we could be friends. mm -hmm. We'll never be lovers again, but we might be able to be friends. I won't lay with you. But we need some space. I won't lay with you, but we we
4: need a second apart to really get to know ourselves. And maybe you can get to know yourself as well in all of this.
3: I've been saying that we're not even going to learn ourselves till we get away from each other. Well, And that's and that there's something fascinating in
4: that for me, because I do think that so much of the framing of white culture is built around their identity in relation to other people. Like even the celebration of the Boston Tea Party is a celebration of them being derogatory towards another group. And it's like, how much of your identity can you really dig into? That's just you. That's just just rice cakes and and fucking uh whatever it is is that y'all are into like figure out which i don't even
3: think they know nobody even knows Mm -hmm. you know it's a mystery and that's the thing that's why because we were like we're like generations of being raised in this bad relationship and it's like the only thing that will help that is like space i'm just i'm at a point where i don't even believe that black people should go to therapy Cause I'm like, if you get your ass whooped, you getting beat by men. Don't nobody tell you, oh, go get some counseling, girl. That will help. Mm-hmm. They tell you to get the fuck out the house. Right. You can do you can do the counseling once you're gone. Right. We're not in a <laughs> like, position
4: to be able to decompress and like reflect on a thing yet, because we're still getting pepper sprayed and fucking burned.
3: Right. And all the therapy is like when I was in therapy, I was in therapy for maybe six months, and I was and I had this white lady therapist, and that was a bad decision. <laughs> and. Uh, Terrible decision (laughs) But I'm going through the process And I'm realizing I'm like My problem is white people Mm -hmm. That's my problem (laughs) If we get down to all of the problems Like my emotional state All of that stuff Is this white oppressor looming over me Is the issue Right So like we need to alleviate that Before I could even dig into myself Right It's not like I could figure this out when I'm still going to go out and whatever things I feel I'm lacking or I can't even control how to maintenance them because I'm dealing in this like oppression. So it's like, well, what are we even it's doing so much here? of
4: the, the, uh, the conflation and manipulation of even like the, the things that are happening in the outside world, right. That like with the black lives matter movement, all they keep saying is like these rioters, these people are, are unruly. They're not following the law. And it's like, yeah, but we did follow the law. We we actively try to follow your law. Your law does not work for us. And now even in an attempt to politely uh, disrupt or politely go against the law, you're still pointing out the fact that like we ain't following the rules. And it's like, bro, we can't. There's no conversation to be had here then.
3: And also you're just lying. Like, just be real. Things. I would just really rather they just be like we don't give a fuck about yes. you and just do what we want you to do because that's what we want and that's it because it's like you don't give a fuck about these rules either because at whatever time in convenience, you will change them or just do whatever you want and act like they don't apply mm-hmm. so it's like this is none of this is real in that sense it's like like i was talking to my uncle about the statues coming down and he said such a poignant thing he was like first of all, none of these statues were like erected during the war. So it's not, he's like, this is not history. You know, he's like, all of these things were after the war. They were put up after the wars to intimidate black people in the South, to let them know that those type of Southern people were still in existence and that they couldn't act up. He said, and secondly, you name me a country that erects statues to treasonous losers. Right.
4: It doesn't exist.
3: And I was like, that is, he was like, that, who does
4: Germany doesn't even let you put up like a a Nazi uh, pin. Like they'll arrest you on site if you even kind of associate with that shit. Because they were like, nah, we lost. We took our
3: L. And you take out the race stuff. They're treasonous losers. They tried to switch from the union. They failed Mm -hmm. and they lost. So why do they need a statue? Why are we remembering losers? It was
4: four years. Everybody pretends like this Confederacy was like decades of like success. It wasn't even long. Y'all had a, y'all had like a a week
3: and a half
4: of fucking right uh,
3: Trying to do and, it. And delusional. And stay delusional. And that's another problem. White delusion. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I just watched Gone with the Wind for the first oh, time. Boy. And I was like, there's nothing good about this. Okay. This is an evil Hold bitch. On. Wait a
4: minute before you go any <laughs> further, because this brings me to a section that I like to call Talk That Talk. And this is a moment <laughs> where I'm going to enable you, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to just rant and rave about, rave is probably the wrong word, but rant about all the evils of Gone with the Wind and the delusion illusions of white people are you ready i'm Sam ready J, talk that talk
3: okay this was the issue i didn't even have an issue with all the slavery and stuff because i knew that was in it that was that was the times my issue was that this white girl was an evil manipulative little bitch and she never learned her lesson she just stayed manipulating people and trying to get over on these men with her tired ass pussy and her wild manipulation and then at the end of it all she just goes back to her house like. This is what I always need. After she have manipulated that man, got all his money, treated him like all types of shit because she wanted to fuck the other man who was already with somebody, befriended the bitch, and still kept trying to fuck the man. The bitch is on her deathbed. You worried about if you can fuck her man. She was an unsatisfiable, just little bitch. And it was like, how did this person become some legendary heroine? And then that's why white women are the way they fucking are because that's the shit she was looking up to? That is ridiculous. I just didn't get to talk that talk with Sam J. That's called motherfucking bars,
1: nigga. (laughs) You know nothing
4: about that i totally agree i think so much of their delusion is rooted in backwards messaging backwards imagery that they have been shown for years that like you just get to play this victim and be sad for yourself even as you are oppressing and stealing from the communities around you word fucking wild well we're gonna take a break and we'll be back with more sam J and more my mama told me
2: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. ATT.
6: You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandys can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.
3: Hell yeah, we're back with
4: more <laughs> Sam J. We're back with more. My mama told me we are still talking about that mysterious connection between Snapple and Mystic and the KKK and or apartheid South Africa. I think that was the part that really made me start to feel like okay, there's something a lot more potentially sinister here. Mm-hmm. Is like once you start connecting, like you know, literal. Uh, you know, apartheid is as close to slavery. I think, at least mm-hmm. a, in a literal sense, that we were able to see in our lifetime.
3: In like modern times, yeah, exactly. yes. Exactly. Or at least
4: mm-hmm. a, a, a loud version of it. I think there's slavery everywhere, even now, but like that was like a noisy version. Across a country,
3: yeah, yeah. 100%.
4: Like there's slavery, like sex slaves obviously yes. exist, and like there's probably a lot of countries that still suffer with you know, communities that are being disenfranchised and manipulated and beaten and all that shit. But South Africa was like noisy as fuck about it. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, oh, damn, if these Snapple people figure out a way to take advantage of that, they doing it. That's bad. Yeah, exactly. Um, Normally we play a game. We play a, 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 usually a silly game in this in this third part of the show. But instead, what I did was I wanted to track down a contact number for... Mystic, Because we were talking about whether or not they're in the KKK, I figured it's better for us to just ask them straight up, what is your Mm -hmm. association with the Ku Klux Klan and uh, why? Um, So I Mm tracked because they don't have a website and all they have is a phone number. I tracked down that number and I thought that we should call them together. And so I'm going to call this number and we're going to see what happens. You in?
3: I'm in for sure. Let's do it. Here
2: we go.
6: You reach wind service, please leave a message and we will get back to you as soon as possible.
5: What the hell is Or Winservice? you
6: can also send us an email at windservice at AOL.com. Thanks AOL. and have a great day.
4: Okay, I got a lot of questions.
6: At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hi,
4: hello. My name is Langston Kerman. I'm calling because I'm a big fan of Mystic juice drinks. And uh, I'm here with my friend Sam, and we just wanted to find out if wind service—we we don't know what that is—but if you're, if that's affiliated, with are Mystic. you affiliated with Mystic? Because if so, we have questions about whether or not the KKK is at all related to Mystic Juices. You can call us back.
3: I'm not leaving my number.
4: I'm not gonna leave my number, but you know where to find me, motherfucker. <laughs> Let go of the KKK. You know what you did.
3: Just put out an article and start uh, it started with their legs yeah. and we'll find it. If you're satisfied
4: with the message, <laughs> press one. No, I think we did it. It was Wait, great. So I'm going to try one more number <laughs> and we'll see if this one works. And if not, then I, I don't know what we're going to do.
3: We're going to decide that they are part of the KKK. I think so. And just
6: live live knowing that. I sure.
4: honestly think anybody who doesn't pick up the phone is part of the KKK.
6: The number you dialed is mm. not in
3: service.
4: Uh. Sound like some KKK shit to me.
3: It does like they because like, they got to move around a lot.
4: Uh, that, y'all basically made Mystic on a burner phone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like the wire. <laughs> uh, you
4: snapped your phone in half and threw it in Moving some bushes. The <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, now I want to play a game. We're going to play a game real quick. This game is called White Lies. You're
5: ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. This is
4: White Lies. (laughs) The way that this game works is I am going to introduce to you a pretty widely accepted conspiracy theory in the white community. Mm -hmm. And what I would like for you to do is break down why white people care about this conspiracy theory so much. Why are they so okay. invested in this? What is the, what are they really trying to do in committing to this conspiracy theory? Uh, one okay. of the the people that's presently in the news always a, for some reason is Hillary Clinton, and the constant conversation around her is a suggestion that Hillary Clinton is a secret murderer.
0: Oh, White people huh? love
4: to accuse her of being a murderer and some sort of like weird goat fucking lady. Mm-hmm. What do you think that is? Why do you think white people are so obsessed with Hillary Clinton and her murders?
3: I've actually been thinking about this a lot lately. Thank God. And I just, I think, <laughs> really, I've just been thinking about white people and these conspiracy theories because a lot are just coming out from them mm-hmm. lately, which I feel like is not a normal thing that I've seen in the world. These like HOTEP level ideas that they're starting to like tout around. Yeah. Um, Which is something very new to me, at least. and I just think, like, it's a full symptom of losing control. Mm -hmm. I just feel like they're just feeling like they're losing and they don't know how to explain it at all because they've had all the control for all the time. And so, like, just like in the same sense of how you have black hoteps that are kind of clinging to these ideas because they can't explain their reality it's the same shit they're just like clinging to this stuff because they they can't wrap their heads on how their reality got to where it is
4: yes so it's it's i can't make sense of why my life stinks so i need to blame it on something impossible outside of myself and i think to your point if white people had to fully accept that like oh your life just sucks because you ain't meant to win right it's way sadder than to yes to believe that like oh no this lady there's uh, all
3: these forces or she's murdering and, and somehow her murdering affects my personal
4: day-to-day. right that's the crazy part it's like <laughs> but if unless hillary clinton murders, murders you, you you're fine
3: it doesn't really affect <laughs> your day-to-day it doesn't stop anything about your life
4: no one she's murdered has had any detrimental effect
3: but it's the same thing i i'm actually working on something about this, but it's the same thing with these black hoteps who be like, everybody gay, and they ain't telling you. It's like, Mm. but what does that have to do with you? Right. Even if they are gay, and they're not telling us.
4: Yes. Okay. (laughs) Unless they're sucking your specific dick.
3: Against your will.
4: It kind of doesn't matter.
3: (laughs) Against your will. It also would have to be, you don't want it. Right. Or to even land in the world of it making a difference.
4: Unless they figure out a way to make your extremely heteronormative <laughs> dick hard and then suck it without your right. permission, it pretty much has no effect on your life at all. And and so to your but point, but they go
3: in their head the the reason why I don't have nothing is cuz I won't be gay, even right. though no one's asked them. <laughs> even though no one said, "Will you be gay for stuff?" They're like <laughs> They're like, nope, they already know I won't. They already know I won't be gay
4: for no stuff. The man is That's too scared I'll... of my gay. They know the way I be gay would be too real. It'd be, it'd be raw it's, gay. It's
3: wild. It's such a like
4: A gay the world's never seen before is, is what I'm offering. It's like, no, this isn't. It it's just happens that some people are gay and some people are not. And mm-hmm. you're very upset about the way that your life turned out.
3: I just watched one and the whole thing was just like, these niggas, gay. It, it, but it was like, it was, that was the only conclusion was like, they gay. Mm-hmm. they gay y'all and I told you it was like all right <laughs> I mean I guess and they might I be guess.
4: I think and the the reality is we live in a society where some people do feel uncomfortable sharing their sexuality and that's okay and so right. it is possible that there are secret gay quote-unquote secret gays out there but that's not the reason your life sucks
3: right the same way she could be murdering people
4: she could be an actual murder murder maybe yes I'm not I'm not in- saying
3: absolutely not. I'm <laughs> saying I don't care.
0: It
4: kind of doesn't affect me. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I've never once moment. known anyone she's murdered. I've never even come across someone Mm-mm. who's cried from the murders she's committed.
3: Unless we find out that like she's been driving through the hood and like murdering niggas I know like it's on some contract killing shit (laughs) that would be something I'd be interested
4: if Hillary Clinton is the shooter then it's a different conversation (laughs) you know what I mean like (laughs) if she's the one everybody's calling like I gotta call my shooter it's Hillary Hillary
3: then that's that's
4: that's something else right Exactly, but i think for now we can just assume that hillary clinton murdering people shouldn't affect your life and if it does you probably have a shitty enough life to begin with hell yeah wow well i think we did it i think we we've Yay! concluded that mystic and snapple are associated with the kkk or certainly white supremacy oh. and i think mm-hmm. overall we agree that uh we whitey needs to let us go free and uh just leave us alone for a while yep hell yeah
3: we fixed everything We
4: fixed everything sam can you tell all the people uh where they can find you and what they should be looking out for
3: uh you can find me on twitter or instagram at sam j comic s-a-m-j-a-y comic and um i don't know i'll just be around and shit
4: <laughs> i just be around and shit and watch sam's fucking special it's called three in the morning it's on netflix it's so goddamn good what a hilarious comedian we love her Aww, uh, thank and, you, A. Uh, feel free to follow me at Langston Kerman and also just follow uh, just you know like and subscribe and do all the things with the podcast and uh, yeah <laughs> bye <It's> true <laughs>
5: Enter the Kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
6: You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.
5: Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game, love and logic.